Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Purpose Tune Podcast. The goal of my show is to create valuable content to broaden your knowledge, inspire you, and get you in the right mindset so that you can apply it in your own life to drive impact, generate meaning, and achieve your purpose. Today's guest is Lauren Norton. He is an entrepreneur coach to entrepreneurs. Um, he's also a startup mentor as well as the host of the podcast interviews, Cracking the Entrepreneurship Code. He spent 20 years in Southeast Asia and relocated to Finland in 2019. His professional background is in market research and advertising. He runs a small business of up to 150 people, and he believes that entrepreneurship is tough. There are no practical guidelines. The biggest risk entrepreneurs face is to become the main bottleneck of their own business. He helps his clients get out of such situations to become the best version of themselves. So Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? Hey Kong, thank you very much for having me. Doing very well. I just come back from, you know, 10, 10 days of vacation. Very, I'm very relaxed. <laughs> don't we all need that that's amazing yeah yes yes we all need it and sometimes you know when we work too much we tend to forget the importance of taking a break yeah yeah so let's jump right in um in this work of entrepreneurship hmm. how do you find balance between work and life wow you hit me with a big question. <laughs> um, I think that it's interesting because uh, a month ago or something like that, before I went on, on vacation, I was having this conversation with, uh, with a young guy like you. He was, I think it was he just turned like 30. And he asked me the differences between myself when in my 30s and myself now in my 40s. I'm, I'm 45 today. And the answer, no, well, not oh, today, okay. but I'm, I'm, I'm right. 45, actually, it. it was in, in May, <laughs> sorry. And my answer was that I think in my 40s, I'm way more in control of my life, which means I can find a better balance between, uh, you know, between uh, life and, and work. When I was in my 30s, I was working a lot. I love, I always enjoyed working. I was working a lot, you know, putting a lot of hours. Like you said, I was, I was managing businesses up to 150 people. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, but I was living in, I was living in Southeast Asia. It's, it's kind of challenging over there. And, you know, and I was managing businesses like they were my own. And I would go, I would go to, to bed at 2 a.m. at 2 a.m. at night you know, get up, get up at eight and go back and do that like five, five times a week, sometimes over the weekend. And that was, that was, that was okay. Uh, I, because I really enjoyed it. That was okay. That was okay. But I didn't realize that I was following the flow. I was more like in control. I was, I was more like following the flow. I was never taking the time of stopping and just enjoying, enjoying what I, what I have, which is something that with age, has changed and I think to answer, me answer your question is really about enjoying the journey it's like living more in the present moment like looking you know stopping looking around looking around me 
and looking what I have achieved, looking, you know, looking at uh, where I am, how lucky, how lucky I am, being grateful for what I have. That helps me a lot uh, in terms of balancing uh, work and life. And also on top of that, I would say, I don't want to be the, the person I used to be in the 30s. I worked hard. I know what it means. Now, with age, with experience, I have learned to work hard, but smarter. You know, so I know how to do things faster. And I know that there are things that I don't need to do because it's small details. It won't change anything. <laughs> right. So there's, of course, in terms of the, in the space of productivity, you focus on mm. most important goals and yeah. you execute on them until the finish because those are the goals that will move the needle. And yes. the little details, you can worry about it later or delegate those details to someone else in your team. So yes, I yes. completely understand the that perception in terms of working smarter. Now, going back to your vacation, where did you where did you go? I'm curious. Oh, I, I stayed in Finland. So I live I live in Finland. I stayed in Finland. So we went for a road a road trip. Nice. Uh, like in a city called Kuopio, which is in a center center east of Finland. Finland is full of lake and forests. I think there's something like 180,000 lakes in Finland. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. And in summer, we had a fantastic summer. It's, it's blue, blue sky, very, very sunny. Everywhere you go, it's green. Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And so we spent there some days and then we went camping into a forest and move along like to the to the coast on the southwest of, of Finland and went back to came back to Helsinki. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. You, you are a well-traveled man. I <laughs> know people could travel around the world to expand the horizon. Yes. Acquire experiences yes. because life is short. And this podcast really is to inspire people to live out their truth and mm. follow the North Star, so to speak. And having learned about your background, how did you get into this, this space of traveling, expanding your horizon and into entrepreneurship? Right. Uh, so when I was 23-ish, so in 1999, at the beginning of the year, I think, I was with I was with someone who I stayed with for 19 years, and she's the mother of my kids. And she she was working as um, she was being trained as a uh, a teacher, but to teach French to foreigners. And she had to do an internship to validate. Um, I think it was a master something or something sim sim similar. And she found this announcement by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, which at that time was offering eighty paid positions, internship positions dedicated to people like her, specifically for what she was doing, what she was studying. And you would select countries, so you would fill in like three, I think, three choices on the registration file. 
just and you would just apply through the register through your file you know there was no interviews nothing we just had to submit this file with i guess i guess a, a bunch of document of documents and that's it and she looked at the list of the countries and she saw laos and she was like okay i think nobody will pick laos so i'm going to put laos as my first choice and i think third and second and third choice she put something like latin america uh, something something like that and she was selected <laughs> <laughs> and so i just had I, I just finished my military service it was the last year in france it was still mandatory the military service and i was i was actually the last year of mandatory service and i had no job i couldn't find couldn't find a job i was lacking you know a lot of confidence in myself and i was going to these job interviews and i was I stuck so much of those job interviews i mean now that i think about it <laughs> if i put myself in the shoes of the job interviewer i would be like whoa who is this guy <laughs> <laughs> and i was like you know some i think some 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 part of my mind had always considered uh traveling and so I was like, yeah, let's go, let's let's do it. And initially we went there for nine months and life happened. And I started, I found this job for working for this small research agency. And after one year, they gave me the key of the company because they told me, well, we're going to go and move to Cambodia now. So you are going to run the company for us. Like I was 24, still lacking a, a lot of confidence in myself. I was like, are you sure? And they said, yes, because we don't really have the choice. It's, there's only you, you know, and uh, we don't trust the other staff, right? <laughs> so they gave me the keys and this is how I ended up running company for, for people who are entrepreneurs. And I just loved it. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. This, and then I continued doing that and I've always worked for entrepreneurs. And then we stayed, I stayed in Asia for 20 years. Six years, six years in Laos, then moved to Cambodia, uh, Vietnam, back back to Cambodia. But I travel all around, all around Southeast Asia for work. That is incredible. The the I think it was just great that they were able to recognize your talents and abilities and say we trust you enough at your age at twenty four to run uh, a business. I don't. Think I, you know what? I don't think I don't think at all this what happened. I think they just, I was there. They didn't have the choice. They were not, they, I, I was the one they were trusting the most. Mm. Not that they were trusting me. They were trusting me more than others. And if I think that if they had the choice, if they, have, if they had had someone else, they would have given the keys to someone else. But because I was there, there are nobody else that just gave me the keys. And then I know, I remember they told me, Wow, that was actually, we were actually, we didn't think that you could do it, but we were actually very surprised you could do it. <laughs> so that's a level of trust that, that they had. But I really, I was, I was like, wow, that's what, that's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to run companies. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I want to do more management. It's, it was amazing. So it sounds like it was something that you stumbled upon. Or hmm. do you believe that entrepreneurship is for people who are born with it? I believe that entrepreneurship is it's either you have it or not. It's a it's a it's a calling. Um, 
like you said, I have I have a, a podcast and I talk to entrepreneurs and I've been talking to more than 60 entrepreneurs so far in a, a little bit more than a year. And that's everything. Everybody says that it's like, it's like it's it's stronger than them. It, it goes beyond them. They have they have to do it. One of my guests said, if you're asking yourself the question, are you an entrepreneur? Chances are you're not. And I tend to agree. I tend to agree with that. In theory, everybody can be an entrepreneur. In practice, it's not for everybody because you need to have the right mindset. Mm, that is powerful. So explain to us what is the right mindset. I mean, mm. you engage with entrepreneur uh, topics and have spoken with them about their journey and challenge yeah. and wins. What's the right mindset? Or is there a single right mindset? Well, that's that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to uh, to do. I'm, I'm trying to crack the entrepreneurship code, and I can share I can share some 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 quirks. Um, so the first the first one is the journey. You said it's you mentioned it's a journey. Yes, entrepreneurship is a journey, and it's very very important to understand that. You know, in uh, in this digital world that we live that we we live in now, you see all all these people on social media. Social media, they just promote all these stories about people who are successful and you think it all happens overnight, right? But maybe for some, it did happen, happen overnight, but these are the exceptions. Like the exception is like, like 0.001% of those people, of you know, entrepreneurs. A lot of entrepreneurs, you don't, they don't share their stories. A lot of them fail. And and one of the things they forgot is that it's a journey. Success will not happen overnight. And maybe it will never happen. <laughs> you know? And it's not a straight line. You're not going to go from the starting date, which you can all identify. You know, I know exactly when I started my own journey as an entrepreneur to wherever it is that you want, you want to go. Like, it's not a straight line. It's more like a very complicated up, down backward you know move one step forward three steps backward it's a constant roller coaster of emotions so you need to be very resilient you need to be very persistent you need to have a lot of patience and that that is the the right mindset you know it's a journey you're there for the long term it never ends it's it's that's what entrepreneurship is about so i would say that's a crack crack number one uh crack number two is and this is linked to your podcast, is that every entrepreneur that I've been talking to, I think 100% of them, they crave for impact. Mm -hmm. They want to change the world at their level. You know, they starting with why, Simon Sinek. They all have a why, all of them. They have a clear purpose. As soon as some, some don't have the clear purpose and they struggle, but as soon as they have a clear purpose, they, everything else is, makes a lot more sense. You know, they know where they want to go. They're not sure how they're going to get there, but it doesn't matter because they're very, very focused on their, on their purpose and on the impact they're going to make. So that's a crack number two. The crack number three, I would say is that it, entrepreneurs will fail. You will fail. We, and a lot of entrepreneurs are... Uh, don't start or stop because they are afraid of failures. Everybody, everybody is afraid of failure. I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people are, are afraid of failure. 
Failure is part of the journey. You will fail. That's it. Just accept it. But what you need to do is that you need to get up every time. Okay, I fell. This is this is it didn't go like I wanted it to go. Fine. What did I learn from it? And how am I I'm gonna move forward? So that's that's three three points, like three cracks uh, for entrepreneurs for the to have the the right uh, mindset. Those are powerful, powerful what what you would consider as codes, right? To entrepreneurship. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of people struggle with that, especially the notion of failure. Yes, because they believe that if they fail, that that's the end of the world. But yes. actually, part of that process of entrepreneurship of of winning, as long as the person is able to dust off themselves and get back on their own two feet and keep on going that i think that that's a absolute win for them mm -hmm. and i think for people even though they understand that entrepreneurship is hard that it takes a lot of energy time and focus and dedication but yet yeah. so embarked in this journey what is that why why do people do it if there's such a high failure rate and it, it, it takes so much energy do you think it's because people are chasing the money or is it chasing the freedom or is it simply because they have a purpose and it's all about purpose mm. so what i can tell you is that entrepreneurship is a calling and there is one thing that none of my guests and i've so I've been talking to more than 60 people, entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs. None of them have mentioned the money. Mm. I, I've just done a series about, you know, with uh, this uh, Nordic startup school, which is, which is in Finland, is some sort of an accelerator incubator. And I've done a series, a startup series with mentors. And the latest episode, I was talking to uh, mentors who are uh, investors. And we were ask, I was asking them, you know, what is, what are the, the wrong reasons to start a company they all say guess what money never ever start a company because of the money because you're gonna fail you're gonna crash because the only thing that you will be looking at is the money entrepreneurs don't do that to become rich they are all the ways faster ways to make more money than being than being an entrepreneur they do it because it's part of their blood because they feel it deep down inside of, inside of them. I mean, it took me 18 years to become an entrepreneur myself. But I reached a point where I was like, damn, you know, if I don't do it now, I will never do it. And I feel it. I feel I, feel I have to do it. it, it it's stronger. Like I was saying, it's, it's stronger than you. No. You have to do it. They have to do it. And yes, there is that, this aspect of freedom. Yes, there is this aspect of being able to create something from scratch, which is which is important for a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, and seeing and seeing it blossoming, maybe. Yes, there is the impact, and usually the impact is present, but it uh, it is more better defined once they start, you know. But I think the primary reason for starting is just because it's stronger than you. 
you know, the force is strong with entrepreneur. It's the entrepreneurship force. They just have to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I get you, which is why I launched this podcast is because I just had to do it. I, I, I get that feeling. And mm. it is a calling. It is something that we, we just know deep inside our gut that we just have to do it. Yeah. And but to, to what I would say, though, is that I, li I, I lived in Asia. There's also a, a category of entrepreneurs who do it because they don't have the choice. They do it for survival. Mm. You know, in, in Asia, all the families in Asia, they are, they are in India and Southeast Asia. They, they have mom and pop shops. They are, they're all entrepreneurial. But they do it because there is no social security. You know, they, 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 they do it because at the end of the day, they have to, uh, they have to make money to, so they can buy food. Right. Here in Finland or in Europe, even, even in, the state, in, in, in the USA to a certain, to a certain point, if, if you have the money, you have, you have the social security system. You know, if you, if you are not employed, you get some unemployment benefits, not right. in Asia. So you have to find to employ yourself. So there is this, this, this category of entrepreneurs who just do it because they don't have the choice. I love that because that brings me up to my next point. When mm. an entrepreneur, you're not just competing against people in your city, your region, your state. You're competing against people all over the world, especially since technology has evolved and has provided people with access to the space, what we would call the internet to build yeah. their own business online. You're competing with people all over the world. And that's, yeah. I think, an amazing thing when the market is open for all. Now, I, would, I would say, I would say you, most importantly, you're competing against yourself. This well, is the, right. the most challenging. I think it's the most challenging thing I know. I mean, I'm a CrossFit addict. I go to the CrossFit box like five times a week. I know what a what a hard workout is. Being an entrepreneur, man, it's harder. <laughs> <laughs> and you really have to you really have to go behind yourself all all the time. Right. And so so let's let's touch on um, on on your CrossFit experience as well. I like yeah. that. But before that, what what does purpose mean to you and how does it show up in your life? Purpose uh, to me is having a sense, like I think, think, you know, understanding why I'm here, why I'm on, why am I, why am I on earth, and what legacy I want to leave behind me. And it's it's an interesting question because this is the process that I've gone through when I decided that I would be an entrepreneur. I thought, all right, now I know that I want to become an entrepreneur, but now I need to, to, to find out what it is that I want to do. And it took me, it took me an, extra, an extra maybe year, I would say, before I really found it. And I realized that when I was at my best, what I was really enjoying is helping people. When I was running companies, you know, I was always spending time with the staff, training them, mentoring them. Uh, I, I was also teaching at school at one point. I did a lot of presentations uh, to, to clients, but also public, public speaking. Uh, for example, talking about market, market research. You know, I just love that. I, I've always loved those 
when I create those those aha moments in the eyes of people, then I'm like, yeah, you know, I just change your life right now. When a very very small tiny portion of changing your life, but you know, I did something about it. And when I realized that, I thought, okay, you know, I'm gonna be a coach. I'm gonna to try to fix people. <laughs> so fixing fixing is not the right word, but I can't help it. I can't help it. It's like I said, like I was telling you earlier about entrepreneurship, it's stronger than me. I was born to help people. This is when, this is my purpose. I know that deep down inside of me, I know that. And so that's why I became a coach. And so what, what that's why, and that's what keeps me going. Every time I feel down, I remember myself, why I'm doing the things that I do. I want to help people. Today, I help entrepreneurs because I speak the same language. I understand them. You know, maybe, I don't know, in some, some years time, maybe I'm going to start helping other type of people. But that's, that's, what I, that's what I do. I love helping people. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's about, at the end of the day, it's about making an impact. And that is changing mm. people's lives so that they can run the kinds of business that they want to to achieve the kinds of hopes and dreams that they have set for themselves and the freedom yeah. that they want to, um, that they desire. Yes. So I, I, I love this, this energy that, that you have and that you're making an impact in your clients and, and the ways in which you go about it. When you're having, when you're having challenging moments, mm. how do you get through tough times? Um, well, I remembering remembering why i'm doing the things i do is mm. is is one of the one of the ways uh but also and it's interesting because last year with the when the covid the covid uh, started i was hit really really hard uh so i moved country i went from from asia where i had some clients i knew a lot of people to finland where i didn't know anybody and I was like a little bit too confident in myself for once, you know, maybe a little bit too arrogant. So I came to Finland and was like, yeah, you know, it's okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. So first, I did not really, I underestimated uh, the time that it would take to make a, make a net, you know, make a networking, build a network here. Uh, basically, I was starting from scratch again. And second, uh, so that was in, back in July 2019 and then March 2020, boom pandemic, global pandemic, I lost, I lost all my clients, basically. Well, not that they stopped the contract, they did not renew my contracts. And most of my clients, the clients that I had were, were, in, were in Asia. And the contracts were, uh, that I had with them terminated pretty much at the same time. And none of them renewed except, except one, which is still, who's still a client. And suddenly I was like, shit, I'm sorry for my, for my language. I was like, damn, damn, I'm, I'm, deep down the hole right now, I'm really, really, really down. I did not anticipate that at all. And it was really, really, really tough. I mean, tough to the point that even financially, I was, I was in, 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 in troubles because I have savings, but mm. my savings are in Asia. Mm. And Asia was locked in completely. I could not access my savings because there was nobody no. at the office in Asia wow. who would reply so financially, it was really, really, really difficult too. And I had to go back to the point where I had to go back to my parents at the age of 44 and ask them some money to help me. Mm. 
Spain here. And that's a very uh, humble moment, you know? <laughs> you know, you'll see if you have to do that <laughs> when you reach the age of 40. I don't want, I mean, I'm not wishing that to you, but man, this is really, really humbling. And I was like, damn, it's that, that, that I have to do something about it. And this is how I have always go through challenges is I can't quit. You know, I, I have to go, I have to go, I have to go through it. I mean, I cannot quit before I have done everything that I can. And so what I, what I usually do is like, okay, once I've come down, once I've, I've put my emotions away or try to put the emotions away, right? Just to focus on what's going on. I try to look at the opportunity. You know, I try to look at the good, the positive. My, my motto is in every challenge, there is, a, there is an opportunity. So I will try to find that opportunity. Once I have it, then I will focus all my energy on that opportunity, just to be, to stay positive. In the case of the pandemic, the opportunity was for me to completely rethink my business, move more online, which I wasn't. And which is completely, which is completely <laughs> a little bit stupid, but you know, I was like sleeping and that's why I launched the podcast, for instance. So, because I thought, okay, what is that? What, what is it? I'm, how can I do, you know, how can I be at my best online? Cause I, I'm not a big fan of social media. I don't, I don't use them a lot. And I'm, I'm not very good at it. I don't really like it, but podcasting, it is something that I've been seeing a lot. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's let's do that because podcasting can help me actually uh, serve my audience, and I can build something around entrepreneurship. And then I, I put more effort on LinkedIn, etc. So it's really about for me, it's really about finding that opportunity and sticking sticking to it. And then a lot of persistence, getting things done. Don't don't stop. Just continue, continue, continue putting the hard work. It's like when you go through a when you go through a a, a, a difficult hard, um, workout. You know, you're like, oh damn, I want to I want to quit. I need to stop. I need to stop. But you know, if you stop, you won't be able. You will not be able to do that one more push up, for example, or that one more pull up. And that's the difference between for me. It's a difference between quitting and not quitting. Is that okay? I can't. I'm really, really, really exhausted right now. But if I can do that extra push-up, I can do that extra pull-up, then, you know, it's a victory over myself. And that's, that's, that's how I keep myself going. Sorry, it was a long answer. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much by, uh, for sharing your story about how COVID impacted your business and hmm. what you do to survive. And I think that, again, goes back to the whole entrepreneurship experience is when we think things, when our businesses are going well, it's easy to celebrate. So you have a good time and be positive. But when things yeah. go well, those are the teaching moments. Those are the moments where you have to leverage your creativity, your networks, your your resources to yeah. survive and hopefully thrive in you know in that future. And so. Um, it's such a powerful uh, story that you, sh you shared, and I want to thank you for for that vulnerability. Um, so, speaking of 
CrossFit. I myself yes. am a fitness enthusiast as well. I work out five, six times a week. I love it. It's something that's a passion of mine. I don't mm-hmm. do work, but I do it as a way to not only entertain myself, but also to challenge myself both physically and mentally. And so I get the, the your analogy or example of you know yeah. that one more push up or that one more set or one more rep it's going to make a difference between you and your competitor or you yeah. and the man that you want to be and so um although i'm not a crossfit addict i i'd love to join a gym okay <laughs> it's a bit expensive but um what i've realized is that it's very much a community of people yes. wanting you to succeed is that yes. correct? It is. It is. It's and CrossFit, the last person in the workout is usually the one that is the most uploaded and the most reported. Because everybody is there sharing the same workout at their level. We're all sweating. Usually the where we train this is not nothing is fancy, you know, it's not like the global gym. There is a lot of the time there's no aircon. So you sweat a lot, you're dirty. And everybody is sharing the same moment and everybody there to, you know, get the, the get the, the most out of them themselves. Right. In, themselves. In, that's a great way to, in a sense, train your, your mind, not just your body, but your mind through to through through these exercises so that it can set you up for what's to come in your business, right? True. Because you're, you're you're pushing yourself, as you're saying, and yeah. so um, do you have people you look up to as you're, you know, embarking on this entrepreneur journey? Um, people who inspire you. I uh, I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek, whom I've mm-hmm. I've mentioned earlier. I think he has this ability of turning complex leadership issues into very simple ideas. I, I love it. I'm a bit envious of that. <laughs> you know, is is so the guy is super smart. And I'm really inspired by what, what he says. I've got two two of his books and you know I, fo- I follow him on, on social media. Uh, recently I started following also uh, Adam Grant. Uh, deep deep <laughs> what is it's 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 very interesting because it touches on on the mind mm-hmm. what is what is what he says uh, i'm also uh, a follower of uh, seth godin the marketing the marketing guru i read i read most of his um, newsletter or this blog his post it sends two posts by email every day mm-hmm. every day for the past i don't know years i don't know how long he's been doing that Every post he write themselves, he write he write them himself. Same. It's what uh, sometimes he sometimes he's even too sophisticated. Sometimes I don't understand what he says. But he's a genius. He's a, he's a marketing he's a marketing genius. Um, who else? Who else do I do I uh, follow? I, I mean, I will, I'll go like here and there. You know, I I read a lot because uh, one of the one of the very important uh, thing for me is to learn to constantly learn so that I can better advise my clients too. So, you know, I would go here and there. I, I follow, I, uh, I've subscribed to several newsletters. I'll, I'll uh, I, uh, you know, watch some TED Talks. 
on on different subjects most of the subjects will will be related around you know uh, neuroscience or mindset and of course and of course business or entrepreneurship more specifically but yeah podcast i read i read a lot of books too that is great i love the fact that you're self-educating yourself and you're also continuing learning about the latest mm. trends, the business mindset, all the skills that's needed to be an entrepreneur. And that tells a lot about who you are, that you're someone who is in the space of personal growth and development, wanting, yeah. to, be, wanting to achieve the best version of yourself while at the same time helping other people. And that is such a, a great service to have and an honor to have you on the show because you're someone that's completely unique in your own right. And um, that's one of the reasons why I invited you onto my podcast because you have this gen- desire and care to help people to succeed. I think that in, in business today, we are forgetting to treat people as people. Mm-hmm. I've worked at companies where I'm viewed as simply a number and yeah. a number identifies when you'll get a paycheck. And the companies that I've worked at, they're so big. There's so many people that people don't often, you know, get to know you. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I like working at a smaller organization because it, it gives you that option, that, that opportunity to, to get to know your your people because Mm -hmm. without people there wouldn't be a business there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that say well you know you have to serve your your shareholders you know that's what uh, the business is all about is you know its existence is sure you know is to profit to make profit so that the shareholders could could benefit from that that's that's semi-true i think that without people your employees you wouldn't have a business and so definitely have to empower people inspire people create a culture where they can really be themselves and belong and be the best version of who they are so they can definitely. create a great organization and then generate profit for you know its stakeholders and an organization that i think is 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 successful is is one that is purpose driven that has a mission a strategy of values that, that's tied to um, um, its purpose mm-hmm. and it goes beyond making money and when you have that it's gonna that organization is gonna get through the most challenging times because it's gonna remind their leaders and their people that we have a purpose of why we're doing this work it's, it goes beyond the 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 revenue generation what's your take yes. on that no I, com- I i completely completely agree you know i was talking about the cracks you know the entrepreneurship crack clearly one of the other cracks that every entrepreneur is mentioning is people mm-hmm. like all the entrepreneurs i talk about they said i if i didn't have people i wouldn't be where i am today and where the com- where the company what the company is today and when i say people they, they're talking about their staff, but it's also talking about external people like mentors, coaches, you know, like my, like myself or others. But uh, and and also all the all the stakeholders 
that don't necessarily include the shareholders only, because uh, I don't I don't talk to entrepreneurs who are who have IPO'd, <laughs> but also includes like your suppliers, your clients. Clients are people. You know, there's something that we often forget that at the end of the at the end of, behind the computer, buying clicking on the purchase button, you have people. And then these people are customers. We all we all people. We all make a decision based on emotions, not based on anything else than emotions. All the stories that we what we would tell ourselves in our head. Oh yeah, I needed a new mobile phone. That's no, it's not true. You need you wanted this new mobile phone because you love that brand. I love that brand. I want to be part of the tribe. Emotion. And yes, definitely all people. And yes, like I, like like I was mentioning earlier, entrepreneurs care for impact. They do it well. They, they don't they don't do it they, they, they do it initially because it's a calling and then they have to find out what that calling is mm. this is where they find out what their the purpose their true purpose is and once you find out what your true purpose is then everything else is way clearer because you know where you, you know where you want to go you know you're going to reach a direction uh, you you're reach an intersection at one point well, should I go straight? Should I, should I go left? Should I go right? Go back to your purpose. Your purpose is your DNA. This is the reason the, the, the reason why your company was created. It's a DNA, like in a human body. That DNA will never change. Go back to your, go back to your purpose and you will know the answer. Maybe it's, you have to turn left. But, and also a question that I am asked often is, What's the difference between your why and my company's why? There's no difference. It's the same. Your company is just a vehicle to convey, to convey your why. You know, you could do you could do something else. Today, like I said, I'm I'm an I am an entrepreneur. I'm a coach to entrepreneurs, and that's my way of helping people, right? But I actually I studied as a coach, a CrossFit coach. That's how I, I became a coach first time is because I was a CrossFit coach. But if I think about it, early on, I started when I was, when I was uh, giving uh, classes in uh, yeah, the universities in, in Cambodia. But if I really think about it, early on, before that, I was, you know, mentoring my staff every week. I remember I had, had these conversations with my, with my managers. And every week on a Monday morning, well, we spend one hour with each one of my, of my uh, person uh, on the management team. And we go through, you know, their week and I will mentor them. I will coach them. So, I, you know, it's always been there. I just had to find out, find it out. Right. <clears throat> That's great. I, I actually didn't know that you were a CrossFit coach, but that I'm sure that those, those leadership skills were transferable to your coaching business. Mm -hmm. uh, what, uh, when did you consider yourself as a success? <laughs> or if never. you find what success means to you and then go from there. Yeah, never, never. I, I um, you know, I was talking about this lack of confidence that I used that I have. Mm -hmm. I used to have. Well, I still have it. On, I used to be like a, a nine out of ten. Maybe now I'm like, uh, depending on the day, I'm between a three and a, and a seven. <laughs> on the day where on the day when I am a seven, this is where my imposter syndrome will kick out. <laughs> I don't, I don't consider myself as a success. And, and, and I, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, damn, I would like to be like this person at this like, Oh yeah, this person is, I'm so envious or so jealous about 
what this person has achieved and et cetera, et cetera. But what's the point? You know, then I remember, what's, what's the point? It's my life. It's not their life. You know, what I want is I want today, I want to be happy. I want to be happy doing the things that I love. I want to enjoy the time uh, being close to the nature. That's why Finland is absolutely amazing. You know, you go to the lake everywhere. You get out of the city in two minutes, you're out in nature. I want to, I want to connect more with more with that. I want to spend time for myself. I want to be more, more in control of, you know, but more, be more in the present moment. So that when I die, I can say, well, damn, that's was, that wasn't bad. You know, I, I was able to enjoy this, those, the sunset and I still remember, remember them. I don't want to be the person that I used to be when I was 30. It was great. I had a lot of time. I, I had a great time. But, you know, I missed out on so many things. I, as a result of, I think part of one of one of the reasons why I I separated with my ex partner, it's because it's because of the work that I that I the hours of work I put. Sometimes I could have been way more present for my kids. You know, today they are fifteen and 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 nineteen. It has not not been been easy. You know, they are. I do have some some regrets. I used to be before I started CrossFit. I was fat. I was drinking too much. I was, uh, you know, I was not. In, in a healthy condition today I am healthy and I want there's no way I am going to go back into the old me and you know and now that you ask me the question I think yeah if I'm able to do that and yes of course don't get me wrong if I can do you know if I can get more clients yeah sure I'm not going to say yeah I don't, need, I don't like the money everybody likes the money it's it, it makes things easier right but that's not that is not a, that is not a priority. But if I can do that, then I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah, that's that's such a humble perspective of looking at life is, you know, is having money, but that's not your priority. Your priority is to make an impact and also mm-hmm. be more present in the moment, so you can enjoy life and think about what your legacy will be. And yeah, I mean. I got this client. We started working six months ago. He was it was a guest on a podcast. He runs a company. He's been running the company like twenty years ago. Super successful, like way more successful than me. Way way more successful than me, mm-hmm. you know. And he decided that I will be his coach. I'm like, damn. What are you? Are you sure? You know, I want to. I want to have him as a client all my life if i can do that then maybe i'll consider myself a success success <laughs> but that's okay that's 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 the type of things that i want now i don't want to have thousand clients i want to have you know good quality a few of good quality clients i don't need to have a thousand clients i need to have a few who live a comfortable life which which you know i would like i would like to have but that's it i don't i don't aspire to much more than that Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's one of the things about being an entrepreneurship is that you get to pick and choose who you want to work yes. with. And of course, life is short. Why would you want to work for a client that's going to give you a lot of stress, right? So yes. it makes complete sense for you in your case or with any entrepreneur is to always look for that one client that's going to fit your portfolio and that you know that's going to work well, that will not give you 
a lot of stress. I mean, of course, work is stress, and there's always going to be moments where people will push your button the wrong way. But there are clients out there that want to work with you and want to be your co. You know, want want to be your client, and so yes. Um, it's it's a great way to look at look at uh, how you're conducting business. What are I know more about that time, uh, and I just got a few more questions here. Um, my next question is, what are some of the success habits do you have? Right. So, uh, well, one of them is clearly uh, to be healthy, like both physically and mentally. I mean, uh, we talk a lot about CrossFit, but CrossFit plays an important part of my life because it keeps me healthy physically. Uh, mentally also it helps me like clear, clear, clear my brain. Uh, and, you know, I've started meditation, for, exa for, for example. I've been, I've been looking at it for a long time and uh, I'm like, okay, let's, I, need to, I need to do it. So, so that is really what, uh, the, the habits I want to build, like keeping myself healthy. And this is a, a strong recommendation that I have for any entrepreneurs out there. Uh, if you take care of yourself, because if you don't take care of yourself, who will, you know, and how can you take care of yourself and your company? Oh, oh sorry. How can you take care of your company and your family? If you don't take care of yourself first, mm. I think the second, the second uh, habit that I've developed is discipline. I'm someone who is very disciplined and that has helped me a lot when I, uh, when I went through that uh, COVID uh, stressful moment last year that I talked about earlier on. You know, being disciplined in, for example, building routines, getting up in the morning early, uh, going to the gym, even though sometimes I don't want to go, I don't want to go to the gym, but I know how I'm going to feel after. You know, eating, eating healthy, sleeping, so that, uh, that discipline, getting things done, you know, the discipline of getting things done, like one step after another step, instead of being like making a giant step, just go like one small step after another step until you reach, until you reach your, your destination. But that is important to, 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 to move forward and do, not just to move forward for the sake of moving forward. Uh, and maybe I would say, I don't know. Um, yeah, I would say I would say, learning. Learning is well, I talked about it earlier on. I think learning is another habit that I've developed over time. Mm -hmm. I'm, as I mentioned, I'm a bit, I'm an avid reader. I like books or newsletters, um, blogs. I also watch TED talks. Uh, you know, I, I listen. I listen to. I listen to podcasts. It's, it's really. I've always. If I don't understand something, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the effort of, you know, learning about it. Not the point that I become an expert, but just to understand, just to extend the the, the global context, maybe. And because also it makes me a better person. It makes me smarter. If I'm smarter, I can advise my clients better. But I also feel that you know it's good for myself. Because if you're not learning, you know you made a mistake. You fail. You make a mistake. Then what? You're going to continue failing and make the same mistake again and again and again. What's the point? You know, just learn from your mistake, move, move forward, improve. It's about that self-development that we were talking about. It's really important for me. Yeah. 
wow, those are incredible success habits. Uh, definitely, uh, I can just see how it, it helps propel you forward um, as you're, um, you know, working on on your business. That's that's amazing. Any last thoughts or words about purpose and advice that you want to give to my listeners on purpose? Um, one of the things that I would say is often when I was, and I've been asked the questions, you know, how can I find my why is the answer that I see a lot is don't, you will find it, start listening to yourself a bit more because it often, your why you often, you often talk about it when you don't think about it. When you have these casual conversations with your friends or with your with your clients, the words are gonna the words are gonna come out from your mouth, and you won't even think about them, you know. And they're just gonna come out, and they're gonna be like the right words. And because they're just it just it was just a natural process. It just it just came out of you. That is when you're talking about your why. That's why it's important that you develop that um, skill of listening to yourself a bit more. If you can't do that, record yourself and then go back, go back to those, to those uh, uh, recordings. That's great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Lauren. Um, where can people find you should, should they want to connect with you? Sure. Uh, best way is either on LinkedIn. I'm always very happy to connect with people on LinkedIn. Uh, my website, laurentnotin.com so my first name and my family name all in one word.com uh, and there they can find my podcast they can find my, my services otherwise my email which is contact at laurentnotin.com thank you thank you thank you well, well thank folks. you to you Com. <laughs> of course it's my pleasure well folks um, if you want to connect with Laurent do you know where to find him um, and if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please do like, share it, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And uh, until next time, see you then.